0: This episode was written by me, John Harvey Gassave.
1: So you wouldn't be surprised to hear the fact that Kai and I have many things in common, but you would be surprised to find that being dumped via MSN Messenger would be the thing we have in common. Isn't that correct?
2: That is correct, and it's also just not even surprising.
1: (laughs) So that is, from our memories, our first our introduction into social media now msn was a platform that you could chat just
2: like on messenger or instagram dms it was also just like a bit of fun after school i remember seeing everybody log into like online and just being like yo sweet and then you also got the homies that go do not disturb like what are you doing
1: exactly and it wasn't it was the first interaction we had with curating another life for ourselves it was an alternate universe out of the lives that we're living day to day and when moving from an msn i then hit bebo and sticking oh. on the relationship line a girl that i really liked at school actually made my bebo camp for me so you know i was feeling myself Wow, i was feeling good and that was another big deal like bebo what is this thing like you have your other half on the page there's a whole lot of other things that came with bebo and that was almost transformative now unfortunately bebo had a somber somber death and i think is making its way back but did you ever jump oh, on bebo
2: wow no i was i wasn't on bebo i actually went straight from msn messenger to facebook yeah uh created my facebook account oh i probably was just the ripe age of what 11 maybe 12 yeah ready on the internet just yeah. adding everybody that i probably knew and um you know the biggest thing that i remember from my first days on facebook was just poking people
1: yeah Which just sounds weird. It does sound weird now. I'm not even sure if they still have that functionality, but it's not
2: one which I use at all. And then the second thing that I remember from Facebook was something that MSN Messenger didn't have. And I also don't know if Bebo had this, but games. Yeah, I was playing Cafe World. All hours of the night. I was getting my baklava ready, my double bacon cheeseburgers. <laughs> Everybody was well fed. We all good over here.
1: Exactly. And your cafe world was my Farmville, which I think was a very commonly used, commonly played game in New Zealand. Now, Absolutely. my earliest memory of Farmville was great. After planting, grapes took eight hours to ripen. So I knew that if I woke up and that was the first thing that I did, I put the grapes down. Then when I came back home from school, the grapes would be ready. I could get I could get my money from them, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And that is my earliest memory of Facebook games.
2: So Facebook, would you say, just brought you into entrepreneurship? Is that like, like, <laughs> is that where social media took you? Because I That's, guess that was your identity on online
1: at the time. Hustle and grind mentality. You have Facebook games to blame. Anybody that hates hustle and grind mentality, Facebook games farmville in fact and nowadays a decent amount of our time is spent actually on facebook groups
2: yeah definitely from facebook pages to facebook groups in my later teenage years i found myself like being added to so many
1: yeah and in wellington there's one group which steals the limelight vic deals Fucking so without further ado let's unpack
2: First thing we're going to look at is a Facebook group by the name of Vic Deals. As you heard in the introduction, Vic Deals uh, is one of the biggest Facebook groups in New Zealand. Uh, Stuff has credited Carl Meyer as the creator of Vic Deals, and it was actually started by students from Victoria University of Wellington as a buy and sell form. Obviously, as a student, you need to buy several things that other people sort of sort of see as garbage.
1: Absolutely. I mean, when you go from year to year through university, there are going to be things you needed in second year that you don't need, that the new second years are absolutely going to need. Exactly, exactly. And
2: since it's sort of beginning, um, it's grown. And when I say grown, as of April this year, it has 169,000 members. Uh, It's an online community for Wellingtonians and what seems like New Zealanders alike And you kind of have to join it if you move to Wellington. You know, nowadays, people not only buy and sell, but they search for future flatmates. You're advertising your side hustle, um, you know, pictures of IDs found in town. Classic. It's it's everywhere, right? But it's evolved from such this buy and sell sort of student forum into this 100,000 group. It's funny that you say that it's an
1: integral part of the experience of being a Wellingtonian because when I was in university and up in Tamaki, I was working a marketing job and they actually needed me to post advertisements in the page. Ah. Now, so I joined it and I knew, look, they are going to ban me immediately if I post this. So you knew before you posted. Yeah, I knew that it was going to be bad for me. And what happened? They banned me after eight minutes of the post being up, which is look longer than I thought the post was going (laughs) to last. I was like, yo, nice.
2: Exceeded expectations. That's what I'm here for. Exactly. Now,
1: when I then moved down to Wellington post-uni, I actually messaged a couple of the admins like, hey, I do this for a job. Can you let me back in the group? And after some bartering and some back and forth, they did actually allow me into the group because I knew that it's such an integral part of me being a young
2: person and not even just a young person, being a person in Wellington. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. First of all, you know so much of what happens in Wellington just based off of the post on Vic Deals. So, like, you need to be in there. Also, second of all, I'm going to bring it up. This is such a hustle and grind mentality. You did it for your job. You got kicked out. Then you negotiated your way back in. Hey, you got to do what you got to do, baby. Farmville's proud of you, bro. Hey, thank you. Shout out. (laughs) Nowadays, Vic Deals actually hasn't been, I guess... A stranger to controversy, though, Uh, looking at a a spinoff article, um, not actually published on Facebook, but going to the spinoff, the headline says, Vic Deal's community is imploding over claims of racism and hypocrisy. Yikes. Uh Uh-oh. I'd be lying if I said most Facebook groups didn't have racism and hypocrisy.
1: Most? Okay, hypocrisy, yes. Racism, Yeah. Maybe I'm being too
2: positive. Uh, maybe yeah. that Optimus Prime tag is maybe fitting for me. No, yeah, you're right. Controversy is going to happen in Facebook groups. And whether racism happens or not, I guess, depends on the Facebook group, for example. You're not going to find racism in plant groups? Mm, I don't oh, no, know, bro. We need to go deep dive. Yeah. Hey, I, season
1: four. Full plant group. We, <laughs> we coming for you. we
2: coming for y'all. Yeah. Better not see no racism in there. <laughs> but it does bring up the question of how are we expected to hold vid deals or any facebook group Absolutely. to account yeah because if you think about
1: it facebook groups have two levels of accountability right you've got to be accountable to the policies and procedures and regulations from that you sign up to when you actually agree to join facebook and then also you've got the admins of the page who will set standards of this is what this group is about and we won't accept X, Y, Z
2: behavior. So on and so on and so forth, I guess. But you, I, I look at those rules sometimes and those guidelines. Obviously, Facebook has their own guidelines of things that you can post. You know, there's no hate speech, there's no bullying and things like that. But with every rule and guideline, you do find a lot of people uh, becoming their own lawyers. Absolutely. And finding out that, well, actually, what is, what is bullying? What is the definition of that? And what counts as hate speech? Oh my gosh. no boy. <laughs> we'll get into that. But I guess that's kind of like at a, at a minor level. If we look at a, a major level, you know, these sort of Facebook groups are sharing this sort of content that could affect anything in the real world. These sort of posts on racism or any sort of controversy on these sort of facebook groups could have an effect on court cases it could have an effect on uh, active arrests you know uh, people's whereabouts people's safety i mean look
1: you see the posts every now and again on facebook where say the police are looking for a specific person and then you'll almost find that person in the comments saying ha 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 you can't find me and at a macro level as you said before Facebook and Google were actually taken to court for a lot of stuff that was happening on their platform. So it does beg the question of how you can hold them accountable. I mean, they could argue, look, we just made the platform. Now, did they have a job to police it? In my view, absolutely. Now, to what degree do
2: they have that accountability yeah you're, you're absolutely right it's so hard to sort of regulate these sort of things especially when they're so rapidly growing of course like the, the this is this is a facebook group that is sort of blown up and if we're now talking about you know these sort of things of the effects that it's actually going to have on the real world i cannot imagine police being able to keep up online are you sure about that are you sure that are am police on big deals I mean, it would make sense that there would be, right? I mean... Given
1: it's literally the hub of all of Wellington, like those massive groups, surely... Even some people might be members of the police that are just on Vic Deals. Now, they might not be in True. active duty and working, but they'll be able to see maybe some of the illegal activities that are spoken about on
2: Vic Deals. You, you're not you're not wrong, actually. And and published by Stuff uh, on January 2016 and unpublished sometime between then and now, because it's no longer a news article. Wow. Uh, the headline is police keeping an eye on Vic Deals Facebook group. Um, at the time in 2016, Vic Deals had 40,000 members. Compared to what we have right now, that is not a lot. Exactly. However, compared to any other Facebook group... That is massive. That is a lot of people. Um, But police were admitted to the group and and they were monitoring it uh, as a part of an ordinary online policing. Now, you're looking for things like illegal activity, dangerous activities. Uh, If you're a part of any Facebook group, you know that people will bend the lines of what is legal and what
1: is not. They, without being too explicit, will be like, hey, does anybody know where I can
2: find X, Y, Z? And someone be might be like, hey, I know a guy. I make the alphabet. <laughs> I can get you all of those sorts of
1: things. And it's interesting to think that what started as a buy and sell page by a few students has now not only captured a large majority of the wellington population but it's now got the police monitoring for it you were talking about growth before the growth from where it came from to now Mm. is immense and i can't imagine where it's going to be in a few years or what other oh my goodness what other
2: activities are gonna kind of run in parallel with vic deals you're right you're right because it's it's such a it's such a community and you know we brought it up at the start of this community is made by students and it's for this buy and sell form and it's actually A fantastic service. And then it's come to (laughs) January 2016 when it has 40,000 members and police have come on and be like, yo, we got to start policing this because we see some illegal activity going on here. We're going to start monitoring it. As we sit here today, it has more than 160,000 members. So the fact that the police tried to do that to 40,000 members and it's now continued to growing, I don't reckon that they've got that much of a hand on regulating that as much you say that of course
1: but then also they have then talked to stuff and said hey take down the article well i'm assuming that's why the article's down so i imagine maybe the police have improved or increased the amount
2: of uh monitoring activities that they are doing in relation to vic deals i mean look i'm not a policeman i never will be i don't think it's going to be great for me to say hey I'm investigating this <laughs> you're right like why would that be a public news article yeah <laughs> but hey that's probably just a journalist anyways so we're talking about how it's grown massively and it's actually grown off of the website of facebook vic deals actually has its own website wait hold on yep so vic deals is a facebook page correct there is
1: a website for vic deals solely for vic deals yep what?
2: Yeah, I know, right? So, what is... Like, w- w- why? What do they do? For what we can see is two reasons. The first one is business money, dollar-dollar bill, my uh, friend. Oh, yeah, I got you, yeah. Absolutely. Capitalism, and ha-ha-ha. Ha-ha-ha-ha-ha. For those who may not be aware, massive Facebook groups actually can charge you or sort of run a little sum for advertising. Actually, Tabby, very, very similar, I... Posted something on Big Deals. Um, just doing some research for a class, as you would. Yeah. Just trying to test out, you know, how much uh, expendable income do these students have, um, and just a loose little, little demographic. It was a Google form, nothing serious. And a Big Deals admin actually hit me up like, "Yo, nah, no, no, don't do that. That pays. Next time, next time, y'all gotta pay for that." I'm like, it's a Google form, b.
1: And it's wild to think that the page that started off for buy and sell is now literally charging people to post. I mean, as you said, like to your point, we talked briefly before about how I got banned because I was sharing some advertisements before. Mm. And to go into it more specifically, the advertisements were around this company that I worked for that were trying to get discounts for students. So you could actually make a case here that it fits with the purpose
2: of what Vic Deals was originally about. Absolutely. And... On that second point that you put it, like advertising trying to get to students, advertising on a Facebook page, especially big deals, is probably going to strike advertisers as being budget friendly, right? Mm. Like, I'm not going to be spending a massive amount of money on an advertising campaign. I'm just posting on a Facebook group that has thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of members. It's going to get a little bit more clicks and reach uh, that it would if I just posted it on my own personal Facebook, right? So yeah. I, I get that. I get that. And... Going back into, I know that you said that you know you got you got kicked in eight minutes, which is some response time. Yeah, man, I'm impressed. That is that is some response time. Are you working the police were involved? <laughs> you also kind of have to think about okay, if any member can post to Vic Deals free of charge, then exactly how do you think they're going to regulate us? in, like, are they advertising or are they just selling something?
1: And what to them? What what actually
2: counts as advertising? Like, what do they say their business is about? Well, the description says, "Here at Vic Deals, we believe that if life gives you lemons, you should make lemonade." With 152 thousand plus members, we are the Wellington region's largest social media group. We offer budget-friendly advertising, creative, and campaign management designed to get you more sales and customers. So they're using the fact that I want to go to a page where I
1: can maybe buy and sell some products. Find my driver's license that I that I lost in Lulu's, and wanting to use that to allow advertisers to come onto the page,
2: it it doesn't seem to correlate. Like, is
1: that ethically all good? It's not because the purpose of the page is for the.
2: Uh, like,
1: is that ethically all good?
2: Like you, you gotta yeah, you gotta think about the morals of that, right? Like yeah. people are really using this page to to find things, as you yeah. said, your your idea and Lulu's, and then you're also gonna start charging us to advertise. I I almost. And your point there, chucking out a survey for your university course, mm. that counted as advertisements in their eyes. And I'm not making money you're off You're not that. making, you're just trying to complete your course. In fact, I'm paying for my course. <laughs> I, it'd be great if you didn't take any more money from me, please. Also, the survey was on how much money students have. Exactly. Uh, don't get me started, man. I'm, 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 ugh. Yeah. So they're really profiting off our, our need to kind of create a community within Wellington. Exactly. And. I guess we could kind of bring up the point of like, okay, they've, they've built this community. They've, they've sort of gone on with years and years of Facebook group uh, policing and all that sort of stuff. The, and they've brought thousands and thousands of members. However, have you ever seen Vic Deals do any advertising? Or do you think that people came onto this page because they actually just needed to be on it? I've never seen Vic Deals do any
1: advertisements. It may just be the case that Vic Deals just approves posts from people advertising, hey, we've got a deal at this business. So you pay an upfront fee, and then from there they're like, cool, yep, you can post to the 150-plus thousand people that we have access to. But I'm still
2: interested in, if that's the case, what actual services they provide. Well, thank God they have a website, because we can read from the website that the services they provide are. Quote, we understand the market, social media, and how to sell. The people behind Vic Deals have 40 plus years in sales and marketing, with well, 18 years in online marketing. Okay, so I got many questions here. I can, yeah, I, yep, go so for it. Vic
1: Deals, the admins didn't work to gain the audience. The community does it for them. You know, yeah. you get a few people on the page, and from there it's like, oh, Kai, you want Vic Deals? No, hey, it's this cool page where you can meet people in the community you can sell products you can find things that you've lost etc etc so do the admins then have accountability towards the audience i mean they simply are just giving people the access to post advertisements but then they've also got this other role where they need to have accountability for the people on the page
2: Mm, mm. so from what it sounds like as well, none of that is reach. None of that is the admins going out of their way to build this audience, to build this community.
1: It really doesn't seem like they're doing so. And also, just doing some quick maths here. So you said they have 40 ye- plus years in sales and marketing yeah. with 18 years in online marketing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Are those just the admins? Who are these people?
2: Yeah. 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 Are they just the
1: face vic deals? Like, is it? Is it 40 people with one year's worth, each of them with one year's worth of experience in sales and marketing? I got questions. Yeah, like, what is that
2: 40 years? Is that, like, you think it's a cumulative? I, like, yeah, is it one 60-year-old with 40 years? <laughs> I don't. I said, it's, it's just, it's just the six-year-old writing this post, like, <laughs> please. <laughs> I, please, I, I have the 40 years. Yeah. I just, yeah, it's. It's an interesting question, because we've seen it come into this website, and now it seems as if they've got a full staff behind them, right? Like, they've mm-hmm. got this full sales and marketing team mm-hmm. um, selling this audience that they didn't build, but nonetheless...
1: So we've touched on the uh, marketing expertise that the admins seem to have. And then we also briefly talked about the policing and monitoring of the page. So given the page has grown from merely a few students now to 150 plus, you can see that the roles of the admins have grown. They need to have different skill sets
2: here. Absolutely. Every Facebook group, has an admin and for those who do not know what an admin is they run the group in terms of the guidelines that they set the people that they add the people that they kick out Um, you have to go through an admin to actually get into a facebook group a pretty like what one factor security system
1: yeah and different pages of different levels of security for some pages you may need to actually complete a quick survey of say three questions saying why do you want to join this group are you located in Wellington? What is your purpose of being in this group? Just to feel to our people and bots who may not actually have
2: the best interests at heart of the group. But sometimes admins sort of act a little bit out of I don't want to say whack, but the out face- of scope of their role. Yeah, ex- exactly. And and we've seen it happen in Vic deals, actually. Um not too long ago, actually. Nearly a year ago now, as we sit here, there was the Black Lives Matter movement going global, and the Black Lives Matter movement had come to New Zealand, and and people were obviously educating themselves, sharing things, and something got shared onto Vic Deals. Now, what got shared onto Vic Deals was a Black Lives Matter Zoom, and the Zoom link was filled with people who wanted to talk about it, but also professionals who wanted to Educate other people on not just Black Lives Matter, but police brutality, the history of colonization, and things like that. And it seems as if an admin had deleted the post of the Zoom. Um, Going further into that, because sometimes posts get lost, it actually seemed as if a few people had encountered this. Um, Not just sharing the Zoom onto deals and getting that deleted, but people being removed from the group for sharing things like that. And that's an admin role that isn't actually expressed in Vic Deals.
1: It really seemed like that was a personal decision from some of the admins to do so. And I remember at the time, there were people who were complaining, yeah, I liked the Zoom link post and I've now been deleted from Vic Deals. There were screenshots that were shared around of conversations people were having with the admins. And as a result
2: of this admin behavior, whether it was one admin or many, we do not know the group Dick Veals was created. Funny name, in all honesty. Anyways, Dick Veals' description is pretty extensive, but the Facebook group strongly lays out three key principles. Manakitanga, which is caring for each other, Kotahitanga, which is unity, and Rangamari, which is peace. Three key principles in a Facebook group. I uh, Obviously, we don't see anything wrong with it, and you can also see the sort of correlation that Vic Deal sort of tried to start with, but Got carried out of hand. It further says all posts must be mana enhancing, those which uplift people. It further says the below will not be tolerated. Now it lists obvious things like posts that endorse illegal activity, explicit images, bullying, etc. Then the very, very last point it says screenshots and sharing from this private group. Wait, so a group that
1: now has what, approximately 10,000 people. So you mean to tell me that screenshots and sharing from this private group aren't allowed? They are not allowed. That is, it's in the
2: guidelines. There's 10,000. How could they, how could they police that? Anyway. On the 7th of June, Dick Veals was created. 7th of June, 2020. As a direct retaliation, I guess, from the admin removing these Black Lives Matter zooms and people sort of talking about racism openly. Mm, trying to create conversations about it of course the po- the post made with dick veal's uh, beginning stated this page has been created as an open platform and as a response to vic deal's racist behavior towards people wanting to have an open discussion about the history of this country now yeah throughout this month and i guess following on on that month of the black lives matter movement there was like, a big push for people to have these conversations as well as a big push for people to invite other people to dick veals as a response yeah. of this. So I guess Vic Deals had not just got out of hand, but there were just so many members, you, ha- you couldn't really police it. You have 160,000 members. There's bound to be some racist people. And specifically, one
1: post states, On Friday, I shared my post about imagining colonization to Vic Deals. After a little while, they deleted this, they being the admins. Since then, so many people have tried to repost it or make posts asking why people are being silenced. Consequently, their posts slash comments have been deleted and many of us have been blocked from Deals without an explanation why. Their admins argued we were breaching their rules and citing violence and posting hate speech. We have clear evidence they were doing worse. The cis Luhama posted about the Black Lives Matter Zoom and it got deleted. It's 2020. Racism has no place here. It never has. However, VecDeals Deals has 151,000 people following it. This is dangerous to know that a platform this large is being run by racists. Consequently, we've created this page for reasons in the description that Kai previously previously went into. Damn. I mean, that's a spicy. That's a spicy comment.
2: That that's that's a spicy one. But also. They, at the start of it, they shared the post imagining colonization to Vic Deals. Like, so true. So tr- Like, Vic Deals has pretty much silenced the minority voice. Mm, and especially
1: this. now that the purpose of the group is a community space. These are conversations that you should be having amongst the
2: community. Exactly, exactly. And there were screenshots with this post. And, in fact, 18 screenshots of supporting evidence of... People obviously posting to this group and then finding out that it had been deleted. Conversations with admins, people being kicked out. A whole mess, really. Now, it does beg the question, though,
1: that is a post like this, is it specifically mana enhancing? Because if they're implying that all posts in in Dick Veals have to be mana enhancing, is the purpose of it to buy and sell? Like, am I going to post that I've lost my ID? 'Cause that is not really mana enhancing. Mm. So even though it was made, as you said, in retaliation to Vic Deals, it seemingly had a different purpose.
2: Right, right. And it's really hard to keep Vic Deals out of the conversation in that Facebook group for sure. Obviously because that's its genesis. And similar to to your story of, you know, you reached out to the admin and, and you sort of explained things and, and you were added back. Other people were doing this and they had voiced us in Dick Veals of like I got in touch with an admin saying, why had I been deleted? Radio silence. Mm. And it seems as if not only did the admins not want to talk about this, they were doing it for a reason. In some cases,
1: after receiving the radio silence, people kept on messaging the admins and were fortunate enough to be added back to the group. So it seems as though, unless you're willing to speak to the manager there was no way that you were going to be able to let back into the group. Now, I had no idea that we had that many people in Wellington with Karen haircuts, but, like, I I hey, guess there's a greater population than I knew of. The community
2: expanded, baby. Exactly, hey, man. we got to get exactly. more inclusive. we all got to start talking to the manager at some stage. Exactly. So two days later, in a Stuff article, 9th of June, 2020, founder and admin of the group Safari Hines said, If suppressing the voices of minorities isn't racist, I don't know what is. Facts. That's, Facts. Yeah. That's
1: the applause the episode. Hey. That is... Because look, if you look at the history of New Zealand, suppressing minority voices is definitely woven into the tapestry. It is part and parcel of colonisation and what has taken place in this country.
2: And it seeps into absolutely everything, not just education, but you see it in health. You see it in housing. You see it in financials. It's all the way deep, deep in our roots. And the fact that it's manifesting
1: now on Facebook groups is honestly a scary prospect it is
2: petrifying so jacob fraser one of the admins from dick veals uh, actually posted about how the group should change its name um, and offered a google doc uh, where people can find their favorite options obviously the name dick veals is a play on vic deals it's also just it can't be a permanent name i'm sorry it doesn't have a ring to it it doesn't nah some of the options listed were the ponaki shop wellington grapevine Ponekia grapevine, Kia Tumiki grapevine, Poniki steals, Tefanganui Yatara grapevine. Are you sensing a? Are you sensing a little pattern here? There's a theme. There's it's definitely a theme. A grapevine. I don't. Now I don't know about you, but a grapevine is kind of like a gossip chain. That is right? definitely
1: the vibe I get. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. It's like heard it through the grapevine, all that sort of thing. It's, I'm I'm kind of getting confused as to where Dick Veals is kind of standing with retaliating against Vic Deals, fair, buy and sell for them. Uh, We'll see whether that's actually mana enhancing.
1: Exactly. But these name options, hmm. And then you've also got to ask, where did these name options come from? Was their original poll to get people to volunteer the name options or was this just a decision made by
2: the admins of Dick Veals? And is that really a fair process for the group? Exactly, exactly. One comment under this post actually says, from Benjamin, Benjamin says, Why not Vic Deals, but it's not and the group isn't run by Racist? Nice. Nice. Nice.
1: Not sure how it also has a ring to it, but, you know, we'll, yeah.
2: we'll chuck it in the Google form. I don't know if that can fit on a hoodie, but listen, yeah. we're going to we're gonna look at it. It doesn't
1: really hit from a marketing point of view, and, you know, we're trying to market this the 10,000 students. So, you know, we'll see how it
2: works. Someone else in the comments actually commented... Dick Veals, I view it as a subversive version of Vic Deals. Vic Deals is filled with a lot of ignorant people that can be mean and answer in really dumb ways. This is the good of it without as much of the bad. I wouldn't even have paid attention to the group if it wasn't for naming close to Vic Deals. So that does beg the question around the importance of the naming and
1: also what the purpose of the group is there. If the purpose is just a subversive version of Vic Deals then it is somewhat a retaliation to it, Exactly, and this person is commenting about people being mean and answering really dumb ways. Not necessarily specifying that it's the racist silencing of minority voices, but just that in general, people say being sarcastic and commenting mean things.
2: Yeah, exactly. And that's the that's the internet. That is yeah, yeah. that is everywhere. That is absolutely. I everywhere. hate to tell you, but people comment dumb things all the time. Yeah. All the time, man. Yeah, we in three seasons about that. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So as for the naming of it, it still is Dick Veals to this day. And there is a positive in this comment of, you know what? People can always look at this group and say, it's definitely a correlation to Vic Deals, but it is the nice part. And you can get that from the name. But some groups split away from Vic Deals and change their name entirely to a whole new identity. A Facebook group called Welly Gal Pals. So just to begin with,
1: neither Kai and I are women, so we would not be a part of Welly Gal Pals. So we had to reach out to one of our writers, Jen Harvey, to get an understanding of the purpose of the group, what it's about, the members, and just understand the idea behind it.
2: For the first time ever,
1: Unpack has a guest. Welcome. So from your perspective, what exactly is Welly Gal Pals?
0: Excellent question, Tavy. So it's a it's a quote-unquote private group on Facebook, but it has quite a large membership base. So it's got about 8,000 people in it currently. Um, and it's really just open to anyone female-identifying within like the Greater Wellington region. Um, it started, I think, July 2020. And the whole, like, it's very wholesome. It's very cute. It's just women in Wellington wanting to make friends and bond and connect over Wellington things.
2: Okay. But you mentioned Wellington things. What would those Wellington things be though?
0: So it's, I mean, it functions in many different ways. Like some girls are trying to find a dress for their 21st and they want to reach out. Other girls are like, Hey, I live in this part of Wellington and I want to make specific friends from here. Um, other women are trying to start fitness groups, so it's it's specific in the sense of women trying to find other women in their area.
2: Okay, I see that. Um, but on a on a whole, we've been talking about Facebook groups for this entire episode. Why do you think people actually join these Facebook groups?
0: Facebook groups are a complicated beast and they're very, they're, they're very, very different according to what it is that you're trying to accomplish. A lot of it depends on who's moderating it, the type of admins that you have, how many you have.
1: So on the whole, why do people join Welly Gal Pals? And we've touched on the role and purpose of admins on Facebook groups. What is their purpose in Welly Gal Pals?
0: I think when it comes to a group like Welly Gal Pals, because it's private, because it is very heavily moderated in terms of, like, with the aim of keeping these women safe and keeping conversations healthy, I think I've really seen a lot of genuine bonds form. Like, I, I've seen women that I personally know in my life find really, really great friends through this, this Facebook group.
2: So with Dick Veals, it sort of seems like it was a retaliation, but, you know, when you were mentioning Welly Gal Pals, it almost seems like it was formed out of love. Like, would, So would you say that Welly Galpals is a direct retaliation as well as like Dick Veal's?
0: I don't, I don't think it was retaliation whatsoever. I think it was more of a, it sounds corny, but it was more of a safe haven. It was more of an, an escape from Vic Deals, escape from the toxicity and just all of the negativity that came with it. Um, and yeah, like you said, it was completely formed out of love and i think that's why it's that's why it's still so strong and that's why the membership base is continuously grown to rise um facebook groups are can be difficult to be on for an extended period of time
1: so what i'm kind of understanding from your point is that people somewhat need to be on social media but
2: don't really want to yeah i guess i guess like it's a necessity right like as we've both lived in Wellington, right, we wouldn't be who we are without knowing some things off of Vic Deals. It, mm. Yeah, John Harvey, like, what would what would you take beyond that?
0: I think going off what you said about some of us don't necessarily want to be on social media, but we need to be, one of the things that amuses me the most about something like Vic Deals is the culture around it. So it's, it's so integral to the... <laughs> to me, it's almost integral to the identity of being a Wellington, of being anyone that's kiwi living anywhere here is like you move here you're gonna join vic deals it is the place to be online it is how you navigate this city online um and i don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon i think it's so embedded in the culture of this city that i think it's here to stay
1: and given you've done some thorough research on Welly gal pals do you have any other closing comments
0: if something isn't constantly, if a Facebook group isn't fueling you in positive ways, if it's not enhancing your well-being, if it makes you angry and exhausted every time you go on it, sooner or later, you're going to opt out. Like sooner or later, I mean, and I mean, the algorithm's going to do it for you as well. Like if you're not engaging with these posts, it's, you're not going to keep being an active member on them. Um, and the baseline is that Wellie Gal Pals makes women in Wellington smile. It makes us feel good. It gives us a reason to go on Facebook so.
2: Well, hey, it's, it's been it's been great having a guest. Uh, I wouldn't even call you a guest. You're, you're kind of a writer here. You're part of the family. Yeah, it's, it's been great. Hey, appreciate it.
0: No, thank you so much for having me. This is so much fun.
2: So I got a lot out of that chat with John Hobby. obviously very well versed in Facebook groups, honestly, probably so much more than us, but the parallels that we can take away from this, I mean, Vic Deals being the genesis of the Dick Veals and the Welly Gal Pals. It's almost as if the first parallel that I'm kind of coming to is that both groups were created as a healthy escape from Vic Deals. So following from like John Harvey's research, uh, one of the admins actually stated that the group was actually created because them and a few other girls had just wanted to get away from how ruthless it can get. In Vic deals. And it can absolutely be
1: ruthless and not a very safe place for people to be for just wanting to explore the internet and maybe answer a couple comments if people have questions on the page. And I mean, another parallel that I found was that both groups don't allow their content to be shared with non members. Jen Harvey talked about in the bio for the page, talked about how you shouldn't be sharing content to anybody who's a non member. And I think that's really built around the safety concerns that people have for other women in the group and just the well-being of members in general because some of people are sharing their personal stories and you don't want that non-consensually
2: shared to who to other people who aren't members of the group exactly and and that's so much of what actually goes on the internet right like we share so much stuff that maybe we actually don't want the wider people wider community actually finding out this sort of information about us 100 percent, and it's it's kind of it kind of begs the question of
1: is Wellie gal pals the same as dick veal's and whether the purpose of the groups are the same now they may have come about and for different reasons because of the policing of minority comments and discourse on vic deals and for Wellie gal um women wanting to kind of have a safe space on the internet to kind of get to know each other, but how related are they? Well, that's, I
2: think that's kind of the issue, right? Like, they are, they have been created because they broke off from the status quo. Vic Deals is too big, too large to police, and they needed to find a safe haven, sort of thing. And it sort of brings us to this part where this actually reflects so deeply on our community offline. Our community of It is forever growing. And there are a lot of people in our community that we may not want to associate with and that we may not. And so we find our own little spaces that we can find a community that not only may be mana enhancing or may find this sort of solace. um, And that comes into this point of political activism and and this wokeness is so short-lived online. And we can see that from when Dick Fields was first created. And then they sort of like slowly, slowly growing into this group that just wanted to boycott Vic Deals.
1: And with Vic Deals still remaining as the place people want to go on Facebook to discuss anything to do with Wellington, you can kind of see that people wanted to support Dick Deals. The purpose is great, but not at the expense of actually losing out on Vic Deals.
2: And Vic Deals is still a large, large community. And most people, it's their go-to Facebook platform for anything Wellington, but in the same way that people were willing to support Dick Veals because of what the admins had done on the Vic Deals page, and when people were ready to join Wellie Gal Pals to find that space where you could talk about all things Wellington with other women, you also found that Vic Deals still grew as a community. And you found that people were in both pools. You know, people online were in both groups because look, they didn't want to mess out on the deals, no matter if they were standing against racism or were standing for a safer place for women. And you can kind of see that online, you're able to exist
1: in both camps. You're able to exist in all the camps that you want to. But however, in offline, you can't do that. You've got to make adamantly clear and got to decide, no, this is the camp that I'm standing
2: in. And as a Kiwi, we often find that people don't Exactly, call out racist or misogynist behavior, uh, but just because they don't call it out doesn't mean that they don't inherently support it. I'd say that most of us would be against this, but in terms of our identity, exactly what are we saying offline that differentiates us from this community, that makes this community safer for other people, that makes this community not racist? Floyd,